0: Siri?
1: Yes, Linford?
0: How can I find a photo mentor?
1: Let me think about that. Here's what I found on the web for how can I find a photo mentor.
0: Nah, that's still not what I'm looking for, Siri.
1: One can't know everything, can one?
0: Maybe one can't, but today I found a guest who's both been a mentor and had a mentor. That's coming up next. welcome to the shutterbug life podcast this is episode 20020 020, and welcome to another one of the photography lifestyle podcasts for us photo enthusiasts who eat sleep and breathe photography i'm your host linford morton but of course you can call me lin and I'm so glad that you guys are here with me again for another one of our episodes. Hey, what'd you think about Siri and the, and in the intro? I, I thought she's supposed to have all the answers, but it turns out she really doesn't. Oh, well, I have a guest today who does have some answers on that question. In fact, she has a number of tips that you will find helpful if you've ever been thinking about getting a photo mentor or, or a photo buddy. Her name's Peggy Farron, and she's a portrait and wedding photographer down in Naples, Florida, and just a lot of fun. So I think we're really going to enjoy this interview and this episode, so thanks so much for joining. Before we get into that, just a couple things. I got the coolest phone call last week. I was sort of plugging away on, I think, another blog post or episode or something like that, and the phone rang and... I answered it, and it was one of the alums from our New Orleans photo workshop, Theodora, and yes, Theodora, I'm putting you out there like that, but she called and said, "You know, I'm just calling to say how much one she enjoyed New Orleans she was going to try and go again this year, and then second, she said, I really love the, the 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 podcasts because they she's doing a a an actual degree in photography now, and she says They sort of help keep her motivated. I thought that was the coolest thing because it was so unexpected. Haven't heard from Theodora since she came back from, uh, you know, that 2014 trip. So it was a a, a welcome surprise, Theodora. Thanks so much for calling. Love to get the calls and emails. So keep them coming, folks. Um, And you never know. I might just cite one of them on an upcoming episode. So... You know, I try and, and touch on something I we find on the web or as we read about photography. And this one today is not so much anything learning, but more I thought it was really funny. There is, now, I don't know about where you live, but in the United States, Apple is doing this ad campaign called, you know, fo- shot on an iPhone 6 or something like that. Um... And so, (laughs) what you have are these really breathtakingly beautiful um, photographs, and all the tagline says is shot on an iPhone 6. Now, really beautiful. And so, I found this, this really funny article or this post that says also shot on an iPhone 6. And apparently, there's a this, this, this group of people out in San Francisco somewhere. And everywhere they see these ads that say shot on an iPhone 6, they put a really crappy picture up next to it. That says also shot on an iPhone six, in the same treatment as the av- as the, as the ad, and then they take a picture of both of them together, and they've got this Tumblr going. I'm gonna put links to this in our show notes so you can see what I'm talking about. But so you'll see a beautiful picture of the um, you know sunflower garden, a sunflower field or whatever, shot on an iPhone six, and below it is a woman with just a really ridiculously goofy smile. And it says also shot on an iPhone six, and uh, then they have you know some with guys with uh, you know selfies that they shouldn't be really taking next to the really breathtaking panoramic views, and the headline is is you know it's not the iPhoneographer, it's the iPhone, which is sort of poking fun of what of what Apple is trying to say. Really, it's the iPhone, and not giving the iPhoneographer credit. You know, for for years, photographers that's been a sore spot you know if someone says great picture i love your photos what kind of camera are you using you're always a little sort of a tweak annoyed because the camera by itself didn't do it sure the camera helps but not by itself and so um the fact that i apple would have these these billboards with these great pictures shot on an iphone 6 but not really talking about the photographer in the same prominence is sort of a funny take on that. Anyway, I thought that was cool. If you go to the bit.ly link to this episode, you'll see um, what I'm talking about bit.ly forward slash shutterbug life 020. Or just go to the shutterbug life podcast episode 20. You should see that it's a lot of fun. I'm not sure if you realize this or not. But you need a photo mentor. You need a photography mentor. And in addition to that, you also need another photo buddy. Now, what role do these two people or, or positions play in your life and your continued growth as a photographer? And how in the world would you go about finding people to serve these roles in your life? And why? That's what we're going to talk about today on our episode with our guest speaker, Peggy Farron. Now, Peggy is a professional photographer down in Naples, Florida, and she began her photo career as an assistant, and with the help of a photo mentor, she became a professional wedding and portrait photographer, which she's been doing now for more than 12 years. She also teaches um, More than four or five years ago, I think she says, she started the Understand Photography Center, and she'll tell you a bit about that as well. But today, we're really asking her about being a photo mentor and or a photo buddy, and she's got some tips for you so that you can find one for yourself. Here's the interview. So, hi, I'm with Peggy Farron right now, and... We are going to talk about finding a photo mentor and or a photo buddy. Uh Peggy, you there?
1: Yes I am. Awesome.
0: Hi. Hi, hi. So glad you could join the podcast. Um before we before we get started, why don't you tell us a little bit about about you, about Peggy? <sighs>
1: Okay, well, I am a professional photographer in Naples, Florida. I've been a professional portrait and wedding photographer for about 16 years. And then almost six years ago, I started a training center called Understand Photography. So we've had over 1,500 photography students come through our training center. Uh, so I have a lot of experience with, uh, with, with watching photographers grow as well. So mm-hmm. this is a good topic, I think. Finding a mentor is really, really good for for anyone, actually.
0: Right, for anyone in any field. But I think photography in particular, we don't really think about it. I, I know I had, unless you're doing it professionally, sometimes you just don't even think about it. So I think it's a great topic for us in terms of Things we need for our own development. So why don't you? Why don't we start by just sort of setting up what uh, what you mean when you say a mentor, or even because we talked about even having a photo buddy, even if you don't have a mentor.
1: Well, actually, I think it'd be a good idea to have both. Okay, a mentor is gonna is somebody who has a lot more experience than you. Um, is successful. So you're going to use a mentor, and you sounds kind of mean, but your mentor is going to help you with business advice, critiquing your photography maybe, um, helping you with photography issues. That's what a mentor will do. You, You really need somebody who knows what they're doing if you want a mentor. A photo buddy is someone that you can go and take pictures with, you can do projects with, you can improve your photography. By getting together with other photographers, they could be more experienced or less experienced. Either way, you're going to learn because you'll be out there doing.
0: Okay, that sounds good. What can you elaborate a little bit for me on? It seems like it ought to be obvious why this is important, but if if you could just sort of give me, you know, your viewpoint on, on especially the, the the buddy part. I, th- I guess I can see why a mentor might be important, but. For both, why is it important for a photographer who may or not may not be aspiring to go professional?
1: Well, for with a buddy, it's it's almost a it's almost just discipline because we always want to improve our photography, but a lot of times we're just too lazy to go out and, and actually do it. And I speak from experience; <laughs> <laughs> I'm much more likely to get into a more technical aspect of photography or try something different or try a project if I have somebody to do it with. It's much more fun too. I have a, fo- a photo buddy that I go out to do nature photography with. I have more experience as photographer, but uh, I don't want to go out in the, in the Everglades by myself for one. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. I need somebody to go with. And of course, it's if I'm taking pictures, you need another photographer because anyone else is going to be bored. But mm-hmm. you kind of, you kind of push each other. Another thing, you know, I run a meetup group and we, we do a free photo walk once a month and we go to the same place. There's like anywhere from 10 to 30 people at each one. And then we share our pictures on the meetup site. And sometimes I'll be standing right next to somebody and they come mm-hmm. up with the coolest shot. And I think, gosh darn it. I didn't think of that. Mm-hmm. So I think. I think having a photo buddy stretches your creativity as well.
0: What about a a photo buddy to use? Let's say you're working a project, someone to hold you accountable. Do you see that as different than sort of an accountability partner?
1: Um, Actually, I have a program that I put because uh – I have been in business for a long time so I have a lot of subcontractors who who shoot for me. We do event photography and wedding photography. So because I run the training center, I see a lot of really, you know, good up and coming photographers. So I will I'll match them up with a photo buddy, and we have projects. They need to really understand exposure, so we have exposure product projects that they need to get together and do. They need to really understand lighting, so you know we we have like one project is with a reflector to really you learn how to use a reflector successfully off camera speed lights. Um, on-camera speedlights. So we have all these little different projects that I put them through, and they just need to get together once a week and do it themselves. For us, our slow season is the summer. So I have a couple of um, young photographers who are just starting out, and I paired them up, and so they're going to do that all summer. They've got, And they're coming up with projects themselves as well, things that they feel weak in that they want to practice more. So we we actually have a written plan for them. Oh wow! Yeah,
0: Do, is that something you suggest for other people to if, if you find a photo buddy and you're doing things, putting together a written plan, goals or anything like that?
1: I think it's a great idea. I think the problem with most beginners is they don't know how to put the plan together. Mm. But it's still a good idea. You know what your weekend probably. You can say, okay, I know that I'm weak in lighting. I really need to practice lighting. So you could assign each other, say, okay, you go and learn um, you know, the off-camera speed light, and I'll go and learn the on-camera speed light, and we'll get together one week and practice what you come up with and the next week and practice what I come up with or something like that. There's a million different things you can come up with.
0: Right, right. Interesting. So let, let's say I have bought into the idea of I, I'm back on... I guess the mentor angle might be the toughest one. I, I th- it should be easy to, I would think, to find a photo buddy if you know a lot of people or if you're in a meetup group. I mean, that's the easiest way to find one. But what about a mentor? Someone who is, as you say, far more experienced and successful than you are. How do you find and get them to help you?
1: Okay, that is a little tougher. Because, and the main reason is just because there are so many photographers now. It didn't used to be as hard when there weren't so many photographers. So I, I do have suggestions, a lot of suggestions on finding a mentor, and you have to be a little bit diligent because it's not going to be as easy because there are more inexperienced photographers than experienced photographers out there. One lady who came through my classes, she said, Oh, I called this one photographer and she said, Why should I help you? You're just gonna be a competitor.
0: Yeah. A that a was lot of
1: that. and she was yeah, she was kind of mean. So you have to be prepared that you might get some of that. But the, the thing is, you have to always, it's a sales job. You always have to think about what's in it for them. So what's in it for them to spend their time helping you? There's nothing in it for them. So you have to find something that will be in it for them. And so I'm just going to kind of r- run through some of my suggestions, if that's okay. Please do. Okay, if you join your Professional Photography Guild you're going to meet other professional photographers. That's how I found my mentor. I Our our guild is an, an hour away, so Sarah was very involved in the guild. I was a new photographer, so I, I joined and then found out that she lived in Naples as well, so we used to carpool. Mm. And, oh, my God, I got so lucky because the whole drive up there and back, I'm like, what would you do about this? What should I do here? When did I do this? What did I <laughs>
0: Oh,
1: nice! Yeah. <laughs> and then, of course, we became very close friends. And, uh, you know, I ended up assisting her and I always assisted her for free. I never yeah. even considered taking money because she was amazingly good to me. She was free with her advice. And we became, and we're still very close friends. So that is probably the best way. If you can join your, if your professional photography guild, or even you know an amateur camera club, wedding photography association, or wedding association in general, or as you said, a meetup group, find the more experienced photographers and and make friends with them. And how do you make friends with somebody? You're helpful. You're nice to everyone. You're not bragging about how great you are. I don't know what. That seems to be a problem with new photographers. They brag about how great they are all the time. Right, right. <laughs> um, so that's, and that's not, it's not going to be an instant thing. Right.
0: It's like, okay. It, it, go go ahead. ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead.
1: I got all kinds of stuff to say, so.
0: <laughs> no, I'm, just, I'm all ears. Go on.
1: Another thing is to refer business to successful photographers. And everyone is always so surprised when I say that. But I I only recommend photographers who are more expensive than I am. It's not in my best interest to drive the prices of photography down. So when I'm booked and I can't do a job or I don't have an associate that's available, I always refer more successful photographers. And a couple things happen is you get in their good graces and they know who you are. They might not even know who you are, or you know what. And especially for a beginner, um, I had one of my students who um, her friend of hers is some kind of assistant to Tony Robbins over in Palm Beach, mm-hmm. and so she called her one day and she said, "Hey, he needs a portrait. Can you come over and do it?" And of course, she she wasn't capable. I mean, she was a beginner. So she called me and she said, "You want to do it?" I'm like, "Yeah." And then we did. <laughs> we did. We didn't end up getting the job, but okay. if she, if she ever calls me, I'm going to help her because she thought of me for that cool job.
0: Right, right. That's a good one.
1: Okay, I got more. Okay, go on. All right, so ask for referrals. So who do you know who knows a photographer that you admire? Mm-hmm. So if you know, you know, like... Uh, I don't I can't think somebody some it's always better, I think, if you can have somebody locally helping you, although it's probably harder to find somebody locally helping you because you will be their competitor. Um,
0: So you're asking for referrals for a mentor, like asking? Yes. Okay. go on.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because if somebody comes up to me, let's say one of my regular customers comes up to me and says, oh, you know, my daughter, my friend is getting into photography. Would you help her? Mm -hmm. If it's my regular customer asking me, I'm going to be a lot more more open to it than than somebody out of the blue calling me.
0: Okay, that makes sense.
1: So referrals are a good idea, too.
0: Friend of a friend, okay. Mm -hmm.
1: That's a warm call, right? (laughs) That's right, that's right. (laughs) And then for the hardest thing is a cold call. Find somebody you like, call them, tell them you're looking for a mentor, but you realize they don't have time, but tell them, I would do whatever I can in return for your time. I'll assist for free. I'll edit for free. But you can't just do it like one time mm-hmm. because it's, you're not going to be trained. You're going to be just a pain in their butt. You're not going to be any any use to them. But if you say, hey, I'll work for you for free for six months or three months or something like that, then they might be more willing. And if you do work for them for, th- for free, you're going to learn a lot.
0: Hmm. So, hi, Joe McNally. I'm Lynn. I'd like to work for you for free. Yeah. <laughs>
1: if somebody came up to me and said that, I'll add it. I promise I'll show up five, you know, 10 hours a week.
0: Right, right. All right. Um, Why not? Cold call. Uh, and, uh, okay, go on. Do you have any more on the list? Yep. Okay, go on.
1: <laughs> Another one. This is a slower way to do it, but if, you know, Facebook groups are really popular right now. So. Mm. If you, if you just choose one, because you can't spread yourself too thin. So choose one, frequent it. After you figure out who you admire, you know, try to friend them. They may or may not friend you, but you want to comment on their posts. And after a while, they're going to know who you are. When you feel like they know who you are, you can send a note, a private message, and just, you know, say, hey, sent you a private message. Um, Because it's going to go in their others folder and they won't see it. Mm -hmm. So send them a little note just saying, hey, I really admire you. um, And thank you for all the advice you put in the Facebook group. And just leave it at that. And then after a bit more time, you know, just kind of start making the relationship. It's going to be a longer, slower way. But, you know, I don't know. Do you know who... um, Now I can't think of her name. Barbara Corcoran is. She's one of the sharks.
0: Of course,
1: yeah. Well, there's a real estate agent here in Naples who just emailed her. Emailed her a few times, and now Barbara's mentoring her. Barbara's been Barbara's been here to speak a couple times in Naples, and that's what she did. Wow. She just made a good enough impression on Barbara Corcoran to get her to mentor her.
0: And I think some of this sort of dovetails into some your earlier comments. I mean, if you're going to, let's say you, you choose a Facebook group and you're commenting, you want to have comments that are thoughtful, not just, you know, nice pick on, you know, that person's image, but something thoughtful and, or interesting. And then I guess if you're going to email someone like Barbara Corcoran, <laughs> then of course you want to tell her what's in it for her too. Right. Good stuff. Go on.
1: Okay. The last thing I have is hire them. You have somebody that you really impress? Mm. Hire them. I mean, think about that. You're going to find out how they work. You're going to find out how they interact. You're going to find out how they look, light, how they pose. How, you're going to see the editing. Hopefully you buy something. <laughs> you're going to see mm-hmm. their packaging. You're going to see their price lists. You can get all that information. And guess what? When you're their customer, they're more likely to like you as well.
0: Right, right.
1: There was somebody locally who did that here with me. And I did. I helped her a lot. She hired me.
0: She hired you and then mm-hmm. and then She paid my full rate. And yeah. And then began the relationship at that point.
1: She was one of my students. That's how I met her and then she mm-hmm. hired me. Mm-hmm. So
0: mm-hmm.
1: I thought that was pretty brilliant. Yeah. And then of course any time, you know, just always 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 you have to thank people handwritten thank you notes. Are unfortunately, you know, dying out. So if you do send one, they are, you know, they make more impact.
0: Right, right, of course. And they said everyone loves a handwritten note. You can put it on the wall or on your desk or somewhere. Right.
1: The hard part is throwing them away after time. (laughs) Yeah, exactly, exactly. But yeah, I mean, I think it's it's gonna it's gonna take diligence to find a good mentor. But but I think anyone can do it. If you're a nice person, people want to help you.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, how I was going to ask how you evaluate your mentor relationship. And I guess at some point, even if it's not formal, you ought to have some ideas of what you want to get out of it and and so that both you and your mentor knows where you're going, because I, I I'm assuming this can get frustrating quickly if we just feel like we're hanging out and not doing anything and not going anywhere in particular.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think there are different types of mentoring relationships. Like my relationship with Sarah was never anything formal. We mm-hmm. just were friends, but right. she had so much more experience than I did. It was. You know, one day she goes, do I have to teach you everything? I'm like, yes, (laughs) everything. (laughs) But um, I think, yeah, I think if you had a more formal arrangement, that would be awesome. I mean, and I think she would have done it if I would have asked her, if I would have said, hey, you know, this is what I want to learn. Can we, you know, follow some kind of program? I think she would have certainly done it. Yeah. Um, I don't have anything formal like that. I think there actually are... Places that you can pay people to mentor you.
0: Well, yeah, I, I, and I didn't even mean that far, but I know in, in professional settings, uh, so when I was working full-time and we would within our company we would have mentors and mentees but they always encouraged us when we asked someone to be a mentor just to be very specific about what you want from them how much of their time you're asking for because assuming these people are so much more successful they're much you know they're very busy um, and 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 if you clearly define what the what the boundaries are I guess it they're sometimes they're more inclined to 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 agree to it
1: yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah. I, yeah, I think that is good, and and I think what you're saying about um, knowing what you want that's good too. I mean, what do you want from a mentor? That's I mean, do you want photography help? Do you want business help? Do you want everything?
0: Right. <laughs> like I did. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. Well, you know, some of these people, um, are, are very you know, guard their time, and so they just want to know that their time is being well spent. And so that's another reason to say you know he, here are the here are the things i'm looking to to get so
1: you know the, you just made me think of something else though mm-hmm. one of the gals who um, that I'm buddying up for the summer she's I'm training her she's actually assisting me at a wedding tomorrow anyway, she called me today with a business problem, but I, it was a bad time for me, and mm-hmm. she she didn't seem to pick up on that because I said, what can I do for you? And she didn't get to the point. And I said, well, I'm kind of in the middle of something. Is there something you need? And she, so she started telling me her problem and it was too long Right. for, I was, I was in the middle of something, you know? Right. right. So, um, I think you have to be pick up on the, on that kind of stuff too. Social you have cues, to be, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You have to be respectful of their time, as
0: you said. Yeah, very much so. Um, I don't know what you think about mentoring going the other way, and I bring this up because I, I, I had an experience once where I was, you know, sort of helping, and I wasn't, you know, trying to get anything out of it. And at the end of our conversation, you know, the the photographer I was talking with says, "What can I do for you?" I mean, you're doing all this stuff. What can I do for you? How can I help you? And I thought to myself, "Wow, what an opportunity here!" And I said, "Well, you know, if you could mentor me, that'd be great." And he said. Okay, no problem but it but it started because I was sort of in a in a place of giving, and yeah. sometimes by as you say helping them um, the the laws of reciprocity can work in your favor
1: that's that's brilliant that's exactly right I mm-hmm. mean, if you're the kind of helpful person, people want to help you back,
0: yeah, yeah, good stuff so um we have you've talked about how you go about finding one um any other suggestions for someone who is thinking about going down this path
1: you mean finding a mentor
0: yeah a mentor buddy what what yeah anything else like have you gone through your list
1: i have gone through my list <laughs> okay, but awesome. I, you know what to summarize i think what you said was better than everything I have. I've got all these ideas on how to find a mentor, but I think what you said about having a plan for what you want to learn and goals, I, I think that's just brilliant because then you stay more focused.
0: And you, and you always want to go to someone who's, you know, whose time and who's extremely busy and, 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 seem focused. And for me anyway, purposeful. So, I mean, I, I think that's how I would think if someone came and was just wide open, I would want to, you know put up some walls and say okay let's let's work on this let's work on this let's work on that and then see where we are so anyway just some ideas that have occurred to me as i'm listening here Oh great fun stuff um so do you currently have a, a mentor or a buddy now
1: no i don't i well i shouldn't say that because at this point i have a lot of friends who are professional photographers right so- and, we, you know, we'd get on the phone and say, hey, I'm in this situation. What should I charge for this or how do I deal with this? You know, I guess I have a lot of people like that at this point. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't call them mentors, though. More buddies, buddies I guess. Buddies. But it's It's more business than anything. And I, because I run a meetup group and I run a training center, I do get out and practice a lot. And I do get out of my comfort zone a lot. I'm t- I take pictures of bugs and all kinds of creepy things now.
0: <laughs> awesome, awesome.
1: But it's really fun. We get to experiment. We do, you know, we have a class on abstract photography with the water drops. And I, I never did anything like that mm-hmm. when I was studying portrait photography. So it's it's fun to, to get out of your comfort zone. And, you know, it, it, it's also um, when this lady called me with her problem today, Um, she's trying to, uh, the, she didn't have a contract with a customer, which of course is a big mistake, but anyway, it was for a real estate job and she had rented a lens. So she was kind of discouraged because she spent all this money to rent the lens and then they canceled the thing. And I said, you know what? Another thing about networking, this is kind of more networking than buddy, Mm -hmm. photo buddy. But I said, why don't you just, cause she, and she subcontracts through me and so does this guy named Tim. Mm -hmm. I said, why don't you hire Tim to do your real estate jobs because he'll help you learn. You just take a small cut. But if you're getting those jobs, you're really not ready. You don't have the equipment. You really don't know what you're doing enough. Hire him and assist him. Mm -hmm. And And he'll do it. He'll work, you know, as long as you're paying his rate, he'll do it. Right. So that's another thing about joining these meetup groups and things like that. You can really get a lot of experience professionally as well. Mm-hmm. And why not why not subcontract your workout if you go to? Right. If you're not as experienced in something. Right, right. So it's helped me. I mean, I've got now, you know, a whole a whole team of people. Mostly because I just keep meeting all these really sharp people and then the, my business is done well too. Thanks for your God. That's awesome. That's awesome.
0: Uh, anyway. All right. Well, very good, very good thank you so much where where can we find you Peggy and and more on what you do in the center um and uh your 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 photo tours
1: okay my main website is naplesportraits.com that's naples like the city portraits plural naplesportraits.com that takes you to all three of my white websites including understand photography understand photography we um We have hands-on classes here in Naples, but we also have a couple of online classes. One is a live interactive class that begins May 26th. It's called the Four Weeks to Proficiency in Photography, and it is a good, solid education in only four weeks. We start with how to shoot in manual and exposure. We go through all types of lighting, on-camera, off-camera, natural light. Um, we go through metering, modes, composition. It's a very, very complete class. So that starts soon. We also have the Comprehensive gl- Guide to Photography Lenses as, as an online class. We do photo tours. In fact, we've got two ladies-only photo weekends here in Naples, Florida, coming up this summer, if anyone wants to come join me, because it's beautiful here in the summer. I know it rains in the afternoon, but only for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of the time, it's gorgeous. Um, but we have a very active blog, Um with lots and lots of training on our understand com site. So I hope you will join us. Thank you so much for having me here. I really appreciate it, Lynn.
0: Thank you. Thank you, Peggy. This has been great help and inspirational as well. So I really appreciate that. Thanks again to Peggy for her insights. A lot of good stuff there. As a matter of fact, she was so good she got me thinking and i I almost couldn't control it while we were doing the interview. I had some extra thoughts that that were really inspired by her comments so I'd just like to share a few takeaways before we close for the for the for the episode and and so the the first the first thing I took away from this in addition to the the point she shared on finding your your mentor is you want to always focus on building a re- the relationship first and, and and only because people are more inclined to help you when they already know you. So rather than going and finding someone sort of like I, you know, if I called, um, you know, Joe McNally out of the blue, like I teased in my intro and, and asked for a big commitment, I am less likely to get it than if I sort of meet him at a conference, talk with him a little bit, um, begin a relation, let them get to know me and as as Peggy says, some offer to be helpful for them so that they know who you are and you begin a relationship because it's in the relationship that you'll find the easier pathway to success in securing that person's um, support as a as a photo mentor a photo buddy. The second thing is. Always remember what's in for them and and be very clear on your value proposition for them. And and that was tough because, you know, you're calling calling up someone who's so much more experienced than you are. What can you offer them, right? You know, but you have to think about it from their point of view. Why would they do that? And perhaps it's because of support that you can lend them. Sometimes people look for... um, promising young upstarts to help as though their way of giving back and of course you can't offer that but you've got to be able to show them that you have some uh, some um, potential and so that they see that it's worth their while. so think about what's in it for them and why would they want to do this and And of course, sometimes you just can't pay your own fare, but you just want to be able to let them know that, you know, you are there, you are going to be dependable, committed, you'll, you'll, you know, work for, um, you know, you'll help them and without charge, you'll send people their way. Whatever it is, your value proposition is, you want to be very clear about that before you go in and begin um, the process of trying to secure them as a mentor. Number three is be clear about your goals, and and I I think this is very important because there's nothing busy people hate more than people who waste their time. I, I don't know if how if you know busy people or very successful people, the very worst thing you can do is let them think you're wasting their time. So I would say you'd go in and be very clear about what what your expectations will be of them. And not so much in the here's what I want from you, here's what I need from you, sort of. A, but I know you're busy. I know you have lots of demands on your time. What I'm asking won't take that much of your time. I'm only asking for 30 minutes. I'm only asking to to talk about these specific topics. I'm only talking about once a month, twice a month, so that you're clear about about what you're asking them to invest. You're asking. And, and in terms of time commitment, in terms of knowledge commitment, in terms of, you know, anything else you expect to get out of the relationship. So be very clear about your goals so that they don't feel their time is being wasted um, because they aren't sure where the whole thing is going. Um, you might, depending on the, the, the person you're asking, whether or not they're very busy or or very um, um senior to you you might ask for small commitments up front as a way of getting your foot in the door again if you ask them to spend you know a week nonstop with you they're not as likely to go along with it as if you say this won't take a lot of time and again give yourself an opportunity to begin the relationship and then one of the final takeaways i got was peggy's really um brilliant um suggestion that you send handwritten notes because you don't want to forget your manners and let these people know that you're really thankful and appreciative of their time and their efforts but nothing does it with a little bit of class like a handwritten thank you note so those are my takeaways from the interview and thanks so much to peggy for sharing all that good stuff with us um really uh, really enjoy that Well, we're at the end of another episode. Thank you for uh, beginning your week with um, me and us on the Shutterbook Life podcast and community. Remember, if you want to find the show notes where we'll have links to all of Peggy's um, stuff so you can find her as well as the um the segment on the iPhoneographer, not the iPhone, that we talked about earlier, and then some other helpful links. Go to the show notes for this episode, which is episode number 20, Shutterbug Life at shutterbuglife.com forward slash podcast, and then look for episode 20. And you can go to it directly by going to bit.ly, l y forward slash life zero two zero. In between, of course, you can. Uh, Find us um, in our communities on the Facebook, uh, in in our Facebook group. Go to fb.shuttlebuglife.com and you can join our Facebook group and share in between episodes there. If you're in the Washington, D.C. area, I'll invite you to join our our meetup group, Shuttlebug Excursions. And you can go to meetup.com forward slash Shuttlebug Excursions to find us there. And, of course, you can always learn with me in Washington, D.C., or New Orleans on any of my photo tours. Now, if you want to make sure you don't miss another one of these episodes, if you find that this was helpful and interesting for you, then I'd invite you to subscribe. You can subscribe on my website at ShutterbugLife.com forward slash subscribe, and you'll get a note. Um, every Monday morning um, with Sunday's episode and then if you are on Stitcher or iTunes then you can subscribe there and I would um, just invite you to leave a um, a review because that's helpful for us as well so that's it for this week thank you so much I will see you again next week and until then enjoy your Shutterbug life take care